This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Tunes and Tumblers fam. Before we get to the show today, we actually have something we've never done before. We have a, uh, a new sponsor daddy that we need to promote. Um, it, it, was a, it was a hard uh, thought war, but we decided that we needed to start doing ads now. Because Why was that, Ryan? Why, why do we need to do ads? The biggest thing is that we've been trying to save up for a, um, a Greyhound bus ticket for Drew to go find his cockatoo that he left behind at a station in um, Paris, Texas. So the way you can help us out and help Drew get back his, his beloved cockatoo <laughs> is <laughs> by checking out Anchor.fm. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the way that we distribute our podcasts, and it's the easiest way to make one. Uh, Pedro, what is great about Anchor? Oh my god, what's not great about Anchor? It's free. You have no excuses. It is free. I don't care what your financial status is. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer in case, you know, you suck at editing or maybe you've had a few too many drinks and you need some help. They can do it for you. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. You just sit back and it will throw it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms and the best part is you can make money with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need in one place. If it's your first time and you want to get into the podcast game, this is how you do it. Yeah, so download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Please, please, this Greyhound bus ticket will not buy itself. Welcome to Season 2 of Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than just an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, back from a long, long winter break, and I write a column for Atwood Magazine every other week of the same name, but I quickly found that drinking alone is a sad, sad business. So I invited a couple of my friends to sit down with me to help make drinks and to broadcast our thoughts to the world, and they are... Pedro, your mixologist. Ryan, your music connoisseur. 
and we set the bar pretty high with the talent that joined us in the hot seat last year, so we're keeping that momentum going with a very special guest tonight. She's an up-and-coming pop artist wrapped in pink and bursting with sass. Her debut EP, Glitter Grunge, an infectious quilt of dance, electropop, and unabashed vulnerability, dropped last year, and she's about to embark on a U.S. tour in support of Holy Child. If you haven't heard of her, she'll soon become a mainstay on all of your dance night playlists. Please welcome Hollander to the pod. Hollander, thank you for joining us. What's up, you guys? So happy to be here. How does it feel to be the first guest of season two? So good. Starting things off with a bang. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell yeah. I love it. Yep. And (laughs) even though this is an audio format, like there's so much glitter and color everywhere. We're really doing this right. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's been a while. Uh, we, we've been away for, um, Christmas and Hanukkah and non-denominational winter, uh, Honda days. Um, <laughs> Toyota-thon for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy winter car sale, everyone. Um, so let's catch up a little bit. Um, it's been a while. Uh, let's go around. Everyone tell me what you've been listening to. And Hollander, since you've never played this game before, each of us has 60 seconds to talk about what we've had on repeat recently. And uh, Drew over here, he is our Sandman, our father time, and he is in control of our little hourglass. And he will cut your mic if you go over. <laughs> Start playing the Oscar take them off music. <laughs> it is award season. <laughs> All right. So who would like to go first? Well, I'll go first on the note of award season because I've been listening to the uncut gem soundtrack done by one Oh tricks point never. I don't know. Has anyone seen it here? Has anyone I seen uncut seen gems? Yet? I think oh we, we talked a little bit. I, it's we talked on before my, pod. We talked yeah. pre pod about it, but my gosh, you guys got to see this. You guys got to see this film. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like, Jagged synth new age music with chanting and EDM and pop all warped into this totally insane uh, barrage of sound. I've never heard anything like it and I can't get enough of it. I want to revisit the film and feel intense anxiety constantly. (laughs) So I keep going back to it. So I hope it gets nominated and, um, it's a really great one to listen to in and of itself, you know, stands well alone. So, uh, yeah, I still got time, but that's all I got to say about that. Beautiful. <laughs> Keeping it uh, short and sweet. And now the uncut gems soundtrack is on my Spotify. Beautiful. Um, it's also on the playlist. <laughs> are we, are we going to go? Can I go next? Yeah, can, go for it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, a former One Directioner hit us at the very end of last year with his oh. new album. So Harry Styles is uh, Fine Line, and that album kicks so hard. I could not get enough of it. It's you know he's he's embracing gender fluidity and uh, he's embracing um, like uh, kind of pop stylings outside of just like copying classic rock, which is what I think he did in his last album. And it's fine, but it's like, you can listen to those songs and be like, Oh, you want this so badly to be Blackbird. It's kind of embarrassing. This new (laughs) album is great though. Uh, uh, Adore you is, is the current single, but also watermelon sugar. I can't get enough of that one. Um, Cherry is like such a a deep ballad and it does like some really interesting stuff after um, the outro. Like it just keeps going. And I love it. And there's more to talk about, but I am pretty much out of time. So I'm just going to pass. <laughs> All right. I'll go. We'll do it next. So 
<clears throat> being that it's the new year, happy 2020, everybody. Um, happy 2020, I, Pedro. Happy 2020. Uh, <laughs> I have you know, like everyone else gotten myself back into the gym and it hurts. And, but I have like a playlist that I really like. And one song that I felt was also pretty timely given current social media things. Um, one song that I really like when I'm in the gym is we appreciate power by Grimes. Oh, I love that uh, song. Really good song. Like it's just sort of pumps you up and it's just like a good rhythm. Like, boom, boom, boom. like it's, it's dope. And it's like, it makes you feel strong and powerful. And she's now pregnant with Elon Musk's Musk's, kid do we know so, that for sure well she's pregnant so congratulations <laughs> to her <laughs> she is with child so um new year new baby new gym routine happy new year everybody Love we appreciate it. power we appreciate everything about it <laughs> uh for those of you who don't um who, who follow more than just me on Atwood um, on my personal medium page. I did my favorite songs of 2018 and we appreciate power. I think was my number 28 of 2018. Nice. Wow. You screwed that one over, huh? I didn't realize like number how 28. old, I didn't realize like how old that song was. I mean, I, I've been listening to it for a while, but when that one comes on in the gym, it's extra special. Mm-hmm. Gives you that. Was little, that a single or was that on an album? I think it was a single. It's on her new album, but she released it over a year ago. She's been no. taking her time with this one. Oh wow! Who, who had that? I can give you power. I can take it away. Song was that Arcade Donald Fire? Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Latest uh, single from the president. Uh, yeah. No. What was the one? Yeah, it was Arcade Fire, right? With uh, well, I never mind. Was that off of Reflector? <laughs> no, it was a single from a okay. couple of years ago, I think. I, I don't that even... That was an interesting one. Are, are they socially relevant? Are, are they... Um, you know, I guess that's that's a conversation to be had <laughs> at but some point. I think we're taking time <laughs> away from our guest. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no! Who yeah. has, has to tell us what she's had on repeat recently. Yes. Okay, yes. you guys. John Bellion. Do you guys know who John oh, Bellion is? I love him. Oh my God. I love him so much. He had that big song, All Time Low. Yeah. Low, yeah, low, yeah, low, yeah. low, 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 low. Okay. So anyway, it was really <laughs> good, good. But I recently heard Ooh from his old like album. Uh, and I thought it was one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard in my life. And I started freaking out and listening to his entire catalog. And I've cried twice about him. And I've never seen him on tour or anything, but I'm just obsessed with his catalog. But I've, I've been telling people, like, I've been inspired in a way that I haven't been in a really long time. I started writing like crazy after I uh, was listening to his catalog. And it's just like the lyrics, the melody. He produces everything himself. He has all these, like, behind-the-scenes videos on YouTube. Um and it's just like he's a total genius like just from start to finish i just don't know where it all comes from it's incredible um and he's like obsessed with pixar and he really wants to score a pixar movie and in every interview he's like john laster if you're listening and it's really like it's really funny um but yeah i'm out of time john bellion all right (laughs) for anyone who is planning on going to bottle rock in my hometown of napa valley this year john bellion is on the bill i don't know what day he's playing so get your three-day tickets from a scalper because it's all sold out sorry (laughs) did you buy one did you buy a ticket no i this is going to be the first year i'm not going to go because (laughs) i have been wanting to go to life is beautiful for years and years and i always jump the gun and buy bottle rock tickets but this year i'm like i'm gonna hold out the lineup is always great i want to just go to vegas and and see great artists are you okay are you, are you getting through it? Yeah, the the lineup at Bottle Rock this year slaps so hard. It like does. it's really good. Hopefully, they'll just like move all that over to Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, 
Anderson Pock and Maggie Rogers, two um, mm. two Alums. two babies of the pod, uh, are both going to be there. So we made you. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've uh, we've taken enough time. Um, so, Hollander, in case you didn't know, this is how the playlist for Tunes and Tumblers works. Anytime a song or an artist is mentioned on the pod, it goes on the accompanying playlist. So you can make our listeners listen to pretty much whatever you want. Watch this. Blue by Eiffel 65. Hot oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> <on there>. Amazing. <laughs> and that's how that works. Yep. <laughs> Feel free to abuse that power if you want. Okay. But Tunes and Tumblers, aside from just being friends who talk on the couch, is also a bar. It's our bar. And in order to get into the bar, we need to be carded by the uh, the, the famous silent doorman of um, questionable lore. He was late today. Extremely tragic backstory. <laughs> yeah, he's, got, he's got a checkered past. Yeah. <laughs> Gerald Highwater returning from uh, from Christmas break. Mm-hmm. In the Azores. <laughs> Is that where he went? <laughs> yeah, he needed it. <laughs> the All passing right. of his sister really took its toll on him. <laughs> this is another thing we do. We just add to his past every time we see him. <laughs> uh, have you brought an ID for the bouncer to look at? I do have my ID. So, for those of you who can't see or are not looking at a picture of her on uh, on social media right now, Hollander's uh, trademark is her very, very pink hair. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have an ID without that, don't you? Yes. You want to pass you have that an around. ID pre-hair? Yes, it's pre-hair. from when I was 15, I guess. Who even is this? I know. Oh, my goodness. And it says that I'm going to be 23 on Saturday. Oh, it's coming up. Happy early birthday. Oh, my Thank gosh. You. Wow. By the time this episode comes out, you will be 23. This is, oh, yeah. this is legitimately not her. It's sad and... because nobody likes you when you're 23, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been waiting to say that all year. What song is that? And who's it by? Oh, Blink-182. What's my age again? And that's on the playlist now. <laughs> ah. You were just a baby when they were popular. I know. I love them, though. Oh man, and I thought I I was too young for them. Like I was, wow. I, I would think I was like nine when that song was popular. Really? Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. That song. Oh my god, that I song is twenty one years old. So I was like eleven. I think it was eleven. God, yeah. Oh, so becomes twenty three years old. That'll be, mean yeah. something, right? <laughs> Are they gonna have another tour come like the twenty third anniversary of? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, think man. they have a choice. I think Tom's pretty busy, man. I mean, the alien stuff really has him really <laughs> wrapped up in that. Uh, That's what happened. In, did you see that in the leaks when the DNC got hacked? There were emails between like Podesta. And, I saw that. And Tom DeLong about what? about like he's like, hey, you guys really need to pay attention to this. Oh yeah, no, he and was... he was like, oh yeah, for sure. Like there were emails. People are acting. Still find those emails. I Super think. Super serious. Yeah. People are acting so surprised. But on Enema of the State, the third song is called Aliens, Aliens Exist, Exist. <laughs> and that's on the playlist. <laughs> Literally, guys, when I I do a long swim workout at the gym, I have that entire album memorized. And because you can't have headphones in underwater, I just in my head play Enema of the State wow. on a loop. Wow, <laughs> that is incredible. I'm someday, someday we will. You're a weird guy, Anthony. Thank you, <laughs> but I love you. Ah, it's good to see you guys too. Well, welcome to the Tunes and Tumblers Bar, Hollander. It is. Um, I'm surprised cozy. you got in, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Given yeah. that ID, 
and Gerald's, you know, mm-hmm. rough holiday break. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you got in. He's still but a little I'm glad. over. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why he's wearing the sunglasses. It's not because he's cool. He's just hungover. <laughs> but uh, we need a little bit of ambience. And I think that you brought your uh, EP for us to listen to today. Can you tell us what it is and tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Yeah. It's my first uh, EP. It's called Glitter Grunge. Um, and, oh, what should I say about it? I don't even know. I haven't talked about it as a whole before. Um, but it's definitely like, I feel like making a statement as an artist, like for the first time really coming out and saying like, this is what I do. I'm Hollander. I drink boy tears. I have a party of one. I want you to play my body like a kick drum. Like, are you down for, you know what I mean? Like I kind of like really, I'm like, show it like expressing myself and like showing who I am um and really with my music I hoped that other people like feel that way and and can be empowered by it so that's kind of the goal well awesome so let's get that playing and in the meantime I think Pedro here has something cooked up to that'll pair with it nicely so um when I went about making this drink and after speaking to you a little bit uh, actually, listen. After listening to the EP first, the two words that like came at me hard as like I was listening to it over and over again was confidence and candy. <laughs> like those are the two words that kept popping into my I head. Love that. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so I really wanted something to embody. Like I knew right away I wanted something bold, uh, something strong, colorful, and um, you know, just really eye catching. And then after speaking to you, um, it was. I was like, okay, no, I'm definitely on the right track. And then you gave me, you know, a little bit more, a little more in depth and it was really good. So I really had a good place to go when it, when it came to like actually making this drink. Um, and you said that you liked rum Mm -hmm. and this is the first time we've used rum on the show, actually. I feel honored. So this is great. Um, and oddly enough, the drink matches literally your eyeshadow and your hair. Your hair was a huge inspiration for the color palette, by the way. Um, so what we have is a drink called boys tears yes (laughs) Um, so we started with white rum because you like rum Mm. and then um i threw in uh blue curacao to give it the color and then um there is the song party of one and you know kick drum and all that so i kind of wanted to pay homage homage to the orgasm which itself is already a classic cocktail Mm. so i picked so i chose amaretto to throw in sort of as like a tip of the hat to that um so it's rum blue curacao um amaretto and then some lime juice just to sort of round it out and then dragon fruit is literally like the color of your hair so there's some of that in there which i really like um and then i threw in a little bit of salt because what are tears without salt right um and so yeah you just throw in some good like this the the ice i got is like practically snow so it's like one of those really good like slushy drinks. Mm-hmm. So you shake that up, and then um, on top, I had to use glitter. So it's. I think your tongue is blue. Is it really? <laughs> I, this is my second one. <laughs> so um, yeah, I found some pink glitter and threw it on top, and it gives it a nice sheen, and it just sort of looks really cool. And like you said, you're Hollander. You drink boys' tears. Now you literally drink boys' this tears. This is the coolest thing ever. So this is. <laughs> Boys' tears for the glitter grudge in peace. So there are no tears in it. Did you cry? Did you into cry? It? Into did it? you get? Did you go method to cry? I mean, into the... I didn't want to reveal that because it's so fucking unhygienic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a little bit the, of me in there. No, just kidding. The, the original idea was to go on like a hinge date and find a fuckboy and drag him back here and make him cry into the drink. Exactly. I just wanted to like lay out his whole life in front of him. That's a point. Just collect yes. the tears like 
fucking Harry Potter. It's really, uh, really good. If, wow. When we have more time, we'll do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> when we want to do the, you know, the real organic stuff. I love it. All right. I want to drink like this because it. it's just staring at me. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. So, Hollander, um, I kind of want to get to know you a little bit better now. Tell me a little bit about your background. How did you get started in music? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in the Valley in LA, I'm a Valley girl and woo. And, um, so my parents had a music room designated a music room in the house and both my parents play guitar and piano. And so we'd have like these little jam sessions with me and my sister and my parents. Um, and I've always been playing music. And when I was in sixth grade, my sister was like, let's lock ourselves in our room and not come out until we write a song. And this is my little sister, but she's like my bigger sister. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and so we did that and I wrote a song. Which will never be heard. <laughs> and it was it. called Just Believe. So oh that's God. something about me. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, and I was actually like, I grew up doing acting. So I was in film industry and stuff like that. And yeah, and I, um, I kind of got tired of like, uh, you know, I wanted to dye my hair pink. I wanted to express myself. I wanted to write my own material. And I've always been a writer. So I was started songwriting like crazy and then I ended up just doing it. You know, I was in an indie pop band beforehand I had formed, um, but it was all of my original music. And I just decided that I was scared to put my name on it. So I just decided I'm going to be a solo artist and I'm not scared anymore. And I did it. And now I'm here. That's amazing. Yeah. I really love that story of you and your sister. That's really cool. Like that yeah. sounds like a really fun day. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. She's, she's great. She's a songwriter too. So, Oh, dope. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one more song than I've ever written, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's that's the secret. We gotta we gotta just lock ourselves in here. Yeah, we'll lock ourselves we'll lock ourselves in Shay Uncle and, and just, just write a song. Except usually when that happens, we end up watching American Dad and not getting anything done. Mm. <laughs> it happens. So one thing that I think is very apparent about you is your aesthetic, like. You've got the pink hair, you've got the butterflies, the blue, just uh, kind of like the tongue-in-cheek uh, sense of humor. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you decide on all this? Like, how did this all come together for you? It's so funny because I actually hated pink. Like, pink was... I hated it. And I, like, just decided one day that I really wanted to dye my hair pink. And my boyfriend at the time thought it would look tacky. And a couple months later, we broke up. And I dyed it pink immediately. And I was like... <laughs> fuck you i don't know if i can curse but i was like screw you um and um yeah i think i think actually really what it was is i i had associated pink with like girls and like weakness or something but i decided that i like i feel like i've taken back the power on it and i'm like pink is a powerful color um and so yeah, and, and and I was actually doing my eyebrows um, pink before my hair was pink. So I had like brown hair and I was doing like pink eyebrows and I just wanted to get my whole head pink. And and I don't know, I guess it's really just a personal style. I love shiny things, glittery things, because um, I think that's how I feel on the inside, you know? I think there's <laughs> definitely a power in, in femininity and a yes. power in vulnerability and... You know, I mean, it's something like as a guy that is kind of like, you know, bred out of you very early yes. in life. Mm -hmm. And that's something that like as a 30 year old man, I'm just starting to reclaim. Like, I fucking love pink. Mm -hmm. Pink's my favorite color. It's not even on your arm. Yeah. I, I was going to say, too, I love that. Like, you didn't get lazy 
Like some mm-hmm. people don't do the eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You did the eyebrows. I love the eyebrows. <laughs> it's like, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like kind of what Boy Tears is about too. Like it is like making fun of boys and I want to drink your tears and all this stuff. But the next lyric is everybody's in their feels. Like everybody cries. Everybody like is upset about nice. stuff and it's okay and whatever, you know, so. Absolutely. I want to talk a little bit about Boy Tears. I think that that is kind of like, you know, the peak of the EP. I mean, it's all good, mm-hmm. but that that's definitely the most of a, a statement piece for me. And and I love the duality you play with there. Like, uh, you're kind of going back and forth between, like, being really infatuated and then being really angry and wanting to destroy something. <laughs> um, how did that song come together for you? Yeah, um, I had... That one actually came together over a few months. I had had some lyrics for it early on but I was definitely upset about a boy and I definitely that I, that's a lot of my songs is I'm upset or I feel powerless in some way and I decide to change the story and that I'm gonna have the power in the situation um that actually like the bridge where I'm talking on the phone mm-hmm. to a guy and I'm like wait you're in my driveway <laughs> something in the morning Lay off something the John literally stuff. like that's happened to me like twice oh my like God. actually one time a guy like left a cd i didn't know how he knew my address and i was just like it was like a song he had written for me and it was like like it's all like yeah and one time a guy (laughs) dropped my house at like 3 a.m and was like texting me but i was asleep and i woke up the next day and i saw the text and i was like it's like the horror version of say anything (laughs) (laughs) exactly and that's like i say that in there i say um i hope you didn't bring a boom box like i'm like i'm like you better lay off the john hughes movies yeah um people don't talk about how say anything is actually just kind of creepy yeah (laughs) most of those movies are like any any like romantic comedy yeah like if you actually step back and look at anything they do it's creepy yeah i saw this tweet today that said uh romantic comedies have done more harm to people's ideas of relationships than porn ever has my god yes wow like Mm -hmm. we can't blame disney and the princesses anymore it's romantic Mm -hmm. comedies Mm -hmm. dude yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah and i worked with um some amazing producers on it um they're in a band called new beat fund and I actually think it was really helpful to have a bunch of guys in the room at the time. It was like, yeah, there's three of them. And like, because I didn't want the song to come off mean. Like, I didn't want it to be, I wanted it to be inclusive, but funny and poking fun and whatever. And I think that really helped is like having guys in the room, just like there should be women in the room for like other things um, so that you can make jokes and stuff like that that work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was really helpful. It was really cool. Um Oh, God, I just had fun with it, you know? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to have fun, and I think I did. You can hear it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely got, like, this early Kesha vibe where you know that she's just having, <gasps> like, you. such a good time. Yeah. And the funny thing is that when, like, she came out in, like, 2009, 2010, like, you know, little little uh, college freshman Anthony was My just... God. Was... God, he was uh, so pretentious about his music. He's like, oh, God, this isn't this isn't music. And now Kesha's like my favorite person. I was going to say, <laughs> that's a huge 180. <laughs> I know. I'm really ashamed of my younger self. <laughs> Listening to like Foo Fighters on a loop. Like, get over yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, a lot of that stuff in Boy Tears is true. Like, it's very, like, it's pretty much all true. I love that. <laughs> like, this is, it's, so everything, all these lyrics have happened at some point. A lot of them. There's one where I say, you still ho- uh, hit me up, but we only hooked up once or twice. And then in the background, I'm like, my car, the beach. And, <laughs> and like, literally, I was like talking to them about this guy that I had been seeing like a few months back. And 
he was like huge. He was like six, eight. And I kept, people would be like, are you dating anybody? And I'd be like, no. And I'd be like, oh wait, yeah, I am. I forgot. And I would like literally forget <laughs> that I was like dating him. Cause I guess I wasn't that into him. Oh my God. <laughs> and like, so like that went into the song. I was like, okay, I can't even remember all the places we hooked up, like kind of thing. So that was one thing that was really cool when you and I were emailing is you were like running down like this happened like the stuff yeah. in these songs happened yeah and i was like that's dope i really yeah. i really appreciate that yeah I, I think that's kind of a universal thing like you're like oh i can't believe that i forgot i was dating this guy but like that happens so much and <laughs> oh, i don't know yeah. uh how how I will disguise names. I was ha- I was talking to somebody recently, <laughs> and and she was like, we were just driving around L.A. and she's like, oh yeah, I dated a guy who like took me to this place and this place. I'm like, yeah, I forgot about him entirely until right now. Like it's it's this thing where either someone's not um, calling your interest, or just like time goes on, or or like you said, it's it's just not that interesting. And I don't think that there's anything yeah. wrong with that. Like. People have this idea that connection should be a one-one thing, but mm-hmm. sometimes you're just not into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When people are tall too, like when you're six eight, you sort of get lost. <laughs> Especially when it's this. like cloudy, you know. It's like <laughs> his head was always <laughs> above like the marine layer. <laughs> you're kind of like, oh right. I never saw his face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what he looked like. Yeah, yeah. I hear he was very handsome. Yeah. <laughs> so um, another one of your songs that I kind of wanted to talk about. This is, I mean, like I, I have several favorites mm-hmm. from the album, but I really, I really like headphones. And oh, cool, I think to me, it's the most vulnerable of all the songs, but mm-hmm. also like the one that's most in, open to interpretation. And the way I looked at it is like, this song is full of anxiety and Mm. the way that you relieve that anxiety is through music kind Mm -hmm. of. And I don't know if you were talking about someone specific, but like, you know, your voice is the only thing that calms me down. Yeah. Um, so how do you personally interact with music emotionally? Like how does, um, the act of creating and listening to music affect you? Yeah. Um, I'm so, I love your interpretation of it because I'm very curious what people, how people interpret that particular song actually. Um, so that's awesome. Um, music for me is like my best friend and it's like that person that's there for me when nobody else is, you know, and the thing that understands me when nobody else does. And I love like those artists when I'm like, upset or alone at 2am that I can listen to and they can take some of the pressure off of me. Um, or even uh, like going into a social situation. I know I was writing this to you in the email. Like I used to have really bad social anxiety and there are certain songs that I would listen to on the way to a party or on the way to a social situation that would make me feel confident. That would let me like move my body and get out of my head. And so music has done a lot for me as a person, shaped me a lot, um, helped me with confidence and, the hard times and everything and I really want to be that person for other people the one that helps them become more confident and like feel like a bad bitch when they're singing my lyrics and they're like yeah I drink your tears like I don't care and um no really like yeah exactly they're delicious they taste Um, like rum (laughs) (laughs) exactly like I really want to be that like and I wanted to make more music like that um and with substance, you know what I mean? All those songs are written from a place of feeling disempowered, um, which I think is kind of the difference between 
like that and then like pop that doesn't really have any meaning do you know what i mean and it's still super fun but i think because it comes from a place of depth um it can be a deeper kind of track and can mean more yeah i think there's definitely a place for both of those um types of songs but Mm -hmm. i think the ones that have the depth are the ones that i keep coming back to they're the ones where like i will listen to it and not just you know have a good time i will remember exactly how i felt at different points mm-hmm. listening to it yeah yep what's I, one of those songs that you can you remember any of those that you'd put on i remember you're... this yeah specifically with uh the social anxiety was it's so funny the song kamikaze by mo um it's like Ooh. m like oh i think it's yeah. pronounced like mer she's the one who did lean on yeah she did lean on so she has a song called kamikaze which is just really kind of a party song um but there's something about it that made me feel cool and made me feel like I owned the place. And um, it made me feel good and like confident. Um, Charlie XCX is another one of those artists that really does that for me. Um, she's so cool. Her the first track off of her new album, Next Level Charlie, is so cool and totally next level. Um, and yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like what music means to me, why I make it. So one thing about Glitter Grunge that I really love is how raw and emotional it is. Like, we're kind of bouncing everywhere with our feelings. Like like you said, everyone's in their feelings. Um, but I think, unfortunately, that's, like, not something we do a lot in our mm-hmm. day-to-day. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to open this up for the group. Uh, what are some situations, everyone, that you think need more raw emotion in our day-to-day lives where we just don't have it? Like the DMV, that's one. <laughs> see that would make for way more like entertaining videos you could be famous like on yep. youtube for shit like that just being in my feelings in the dmv that's what karen's and susan's and janet's have over everybody they are raw feeling mm. they are everywhere they go <laughs> <laughs> they don't hold back asking for the manager is a statement of empowerment <laughs> i i guess i mean especially like seeing the way you do it when you're being creative, I, I guess, has to be, like, the most... That's when you have to just yeah. feel everything, right? Yeah, I'm a person who feels everything yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, I cry a lot. Like I, But the thing is, I love that about myself because it allows me to not carry stuff with me. I just feel it in the moment, and then I'm, like, done with it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, so, yeah, that can be, like, really anything... Does making an EP like, I'm sorry, getting off topic a little bit, but does making an EP like this, like, help get rid of that? It does. It definitely helps me take power back. I was, I was actually rehearsing today, uh, for my tour and like, I I was singing this song and I just felt so, I felt really empowered that I had the song because I had been feeling disempowered in the situation. And, um, I think it doesn't get rid of it. It's not like, wow, I'm over my ex now. <laughs> but it is like, it really feels like you've made something out of it and it's tangible and it's yours. And now that situation that was like horrible or whatever is something beautiful and something that's for me and nobody else. And well, for my fans too, like it's for whoever has been hurt or whatever. And it's, it's theirs. It's not the person that hurt me anymore. It's, mm. you know, I've created it and it's mine. And I don't really think about the person I wrote it about anymore, which is great. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like when I sing it now, it's, it's mine. So 
I really love that. And I think that's one thing that I do a lot with, uh, not my journalistic writing, but, um, when I write, uh, either I journal or I do short stories. Yeah. Fan fiction, a lot of Harry Potter (laughs) fanfic. Um, uh, a a lot of, uh, I I try to contribute to my immortal whenever I can. (laughs) No. Um, so like, that's one thing that I say. I'm like, it's, it's really good to be able to take this feeling out of my head and make it something physical, Mm -hmm. make it real. And it's no longer a part of you and you're still feeling it, but there's this thing. And if it doesn't automatically make you over your ex or whatever, at least you can look at it and you can study it without having to feel like you are it. Yeah. I feel that way about to-do lists also. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's out of my head and now it's on a piece of paper and I don't have to deal with it anymore. (laughs) It's like that line, what is it? Um, Like living above your demons. Like you don't necessarily get rid of them, but you live above them. Oh, love that. Yeah. I actually think that's from a Marvel movie. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kevin Feige. So, yeah. (laughs) Live above your demons. Which one is that? I think it's (laughs) Doctor Strange. I I just watched it recently. I think that's where I picked it up. But I remember hearing it and I was like, I like that a lot. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like you don't don't defeat them. You just live above them. I love that. What about you, Ryan? Where do you feel like we need more emotion in life? Mm, The voting booth. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> listen, hear me out. <laughs> we got to make voting booths fun. We got to make them sexy. You should pick up people when you vote. Ooh. You should screw sexy. We have to. Otherwise, how are we going to get people excited to vote? We have to get That's out true. to vote. It's more important than ever with voter suppression and gerrymandering. Voting should be cool. Should be fun. The voting booths should be at um clubs bars clubs, bars yeah. what are we doing we're doing that be... churches and elementary schools number one churches <laughs> huge problem should not be at churches <laughs> but it'd be more fun imagine that if it was like fun if you were looking forward to vote you had the day off you got to go kick it when you went to go vote open bar that's where the we need yes. more energy open bar that would actually be really fucking dope dixie, a cup, dixie cups with jello shots <laughs> dj a dj booth and you for only, the voting booth and you only get like like your 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 voter stub should be like two free drink tickets mm-hmm. that's actually brilliant I can think you imagine just, i think we if, just solved america can you imagine if the government wanted if some of these governments wanted you to vote it'd be like if they wanted people to be educated, I mean, it'd be, it'd be incredible to drink tickets when you vote. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. You get, you get a, a drink, you know, you have coat check, you have all that. You have it all. I think that that's what, seriously, we need that. You get a large I margarita think. and a half an appetizer at Chili's. <gasps> Ooh, with your voter stub, bring in and oh my God, you could like totally have all these businesses. Like if you bring in your yeah. I voted sticker, you get free shit. That would be dope actually. This is getting way off topic, but I love it. I, I'm into it. This is what I'm talking about. I mean, no this longer is... get out the vote, but sex up the vote. Well, right. Well, this is what, and they're like, well, if only we made it. What if we just had an app? And it's like, no, that's not. That's not going to help. That's not the answer. Do you think that makes people? I don't think that makes it easier. Or if you get like a free month of a, a Tinder subscription with your voter stuff, <laughs> it'll be like when you forget to respond to a text message. Like, ah, oh, shit, I was going to vote, and then I checked Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, if we could get if we could get Foursquare back into it, I'm feeling you could become the mayor of your voting. But no, you're absolutely right because um, I'm way in my feels right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Can you imagine if, like, how many people on this earth do you think have met at their polling, pl- at their voting place? Like I've never heard anyone who, together who met at the polling place. No. Let's change that. Yeah, let's change that, folks. <laughs> twenty twenty. <laughs> no. Parents didn't meet on Tinder. They met at the voting poll. <laughs> they met at the twenty twenty primaries. Uh, that's where they met. Well, I should cancel my absentee voting if this is what we're doing. Yeah, you should. <laughs> should we make a day of it? Tunes and tumblers goes to vote. Forget <laughs> Coachella. The gang goes to vote. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a party bus. We'll get a bus <laughs> to go vote. We'll take everybody in. in. Are you in? Are you on but our party bus in? to the polls? I'm so in. <laughs> Hollander, do you want a DJ? Do you want yes. to do a DJ? Have you ever done a DJ set before? Yeah, like a, I'm a DJ. You oh, are? Yeah. yeah. I guess I missed that in the in the bio. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we had to keep rearranging our time because she's got gigs. Damn. Yeah, gigs on gigs. What? what? <laughs> well, so that's interesting. I'd love to I'd love to ask about that. So what's the um what's what's a what's a nightmare? I DJ sometimes too, not like incredibly consistently, but yeah. Here and there for friends and such. Yeah. But what's your nightmare? What's the nightmare gig you <laughs> nightmare had? Nightmare gig. What was the one where you were like, this can't end? It's actually, oh, well, you Soon. know what's a really, really weird one that happened? Yes, I this did, is what I want. I did a wedding. <laughs> yeah. And um, there was like dinner in the next room and apparently the bride's grandmother had a heart attack and <gasps> died during the speeches oh and like God. i see like oh paramedics God. come in the bride runs out crying oh. and like paramedics come in and they revived her and so grandma what? died and came back to life what a fucking Whoa. roller coaster <laughs> she came this back story <laughs> I know. And the bride like got really drunk and she was like, nobody died on my wedding day. Like she the did. whole time. She did. She was dead. She, she, yeah. died came back to life. she went to the um, other side. We should ask her what she saw. That one was pretty crazy. And oh like while everything was happening, like they were coming out and like someone was like, play something. And I was like, okay, like put on like some like Sinatra, like really low. And then like someone came over and was like, what are you doing? Turn that off. Like be sensitive. And I was like, okay. And it was just like, it was a mess. That is <laughs> the hardest because that's the most stressful thing with the DJ is like the moment like you're like, what follows the father daughter dance? You have to have something to get everyone else on the floor, right? Like, you're like, okay, I got Temptations, my girl. But this is like somebody just died and came back to life. <laughs> you are not prepared for that one. I you're prepared for a lot of scenarios. No. You have cut the ca- right. Yeah, you have I will survive or bring me back to life. <laughs> What's that Evanescence song? Bring the, me to life. Bring me to life. Wake me We're up. up and st- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let oh, the bodies hit the floor. No. Oh my um, god. No. Good was, lord. Wow. Cut, so, you, so wait. Through. So you played Frank Sinatra. Uh, I played. A oh, we can. Bit we can. We have to keep talking about it. That's wild. That oh my, my gosh. I mean, I hate to switch gears on that on that note, but we're running out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do a whole wedding DJing podcast because I've done a few too, and I've had some weird ones. But that is that's yes. next level. Wow, yeah, oh my that God. one was pretty next level. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, hire Hollander for your wedding. No one oh, died. Wow. Any situation. She was yeah. DJing. Everything can go wrong, and she will be ready. <laughs> her, mor- her mortality rate is zero. zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Hollander she goes with five stars DJ. and zero casualties <laughs> DJs oh are gonna have god. to start having the score on their on their pages now it's like totality rate zero <laughs> zero gigs since last death <laughs> oh my god 
<laughs> On that note, <laughs> I think it's time to switch gears to our favorite game and our favorite way to end every podcast. It's hashtag mood. Hollander, if you will look in front of you, you will see the lovely, the iconic, the um, questionably formed Mrs. Potts. The stunning and brave. Yes. <laughs> Within Mrs. Potts are several pre-written moods. Each one of us is going to grab one and we're going to come up with a playlist of four songs for each of them. Without further ado, who would like to go first? I'll go. Okay. All right. And while Pedro's drawing a mood, I just want to remind you guys to follow us on all of our social media, tunes and tumblers at Instagram at Twitter. It's just tunes, tumblers there and at Facebook. Also like, and subscribe, follow us, tell your friends. We want uh, we want to get the word out and and give drinks to everyone we know and people uh, we don't and know. rate and review us. <laughs> give, give drinks. Well, okay. We will tell them how to make them and they can do them their, yeah. themselves. Tell tell your friends, your enemies, parole officers, <laughs> librarians. That girl your dad dated for a while that you really didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> give her the gift of tunes and tumblers. <laughs> All right, Pedro, tell us what you drew. Okay. I'm pretty sure I got one of Anthony's. Um, Let's listen. So it says, <clears throat> it's 2 a.m. and you're finally starting to sober up. You're also starting to regret the one night stand you just finished. Oh, this is me. How, yeah. <laughs> How do you let this person down without hurting their feelings? Yikes. Not sure I can. <laughs> but here's how it all went down. So first of all, I, I mean, I didn't mean to end up here, but I did. So I got to pick Oops, Oh My featuring Missy Elliott by Tweet. <laughs> Oops, there goes my shirt up over my head. and <laughs> There goes my skirt dropping wow. my feet. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my. Um, so that's how we got here. And then I wake, I, I come to, and who are you? By the who. <laughs> but you got to sing it at them. Yeah. Who are you? Who? 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 <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm realizing now that I'm sober by, and I, I, I never really knew how to pronounce this. It's either daste or duste. It's, it's spelled like taste, but with a D at the beginning. Yeah. You've definitely plugged them before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. So anyway, sober by them. And then, so I'm just trying to figure out like, uh, uh, like what do what do I say to this person? I I want my bed back to myself. I I want them to leave. So I just plainly, how do I let them down? I just say walk away, by Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, and then I mean it's awkward, but they go. <laughs> Gentle but firm. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's the way you got to be. So, just put on this playlist and just lay there and look at them until they get the picture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you like these songs? Maybe you should listen closer. <laughs> All right, Hollander, you see how this is done? Yes. You ready to go? Okay. Yes, I like that one. It had a lot of story to it. I don't think mine has as much story. But this one says, you're in college, it's Saturday morning, and you're getting breakfast with your roomies. Breakfast suddenly turns into full-blown day drinking. Have we done that one? We have, but let's hear her okay. take on this. Yeah. Um, okay, so when I get drunk, I listen to pop punk. Hell and yeah. so I put nice. I Miss You by Blink-182. <laughs> we love that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I also put One More Time by Daft Punk. Um, because yes. I've been shooting to that a lot. And then I put some um, 
I put some indie ones after that. So I did Deal With It by Girlie, which is also Ooh. like a hmm. whatever the fuck ever. I don't care. You better deal with me. <laughs> and that's really fun. And then I also put one from Holy Child called Bathroom Bitch for those people who get really horny when they are drunk. <laughs> and it, the first lyric of that song is, I want to fuck you in the bathroom. Oh, man. That is fantastic. Yeah. I feel exposed right now. <laughs> so that's well a good time. Is that a good time to say, to talk, to, well, we can do them, keep doing the moods, but the, no, I want to hear t- your point. The tour, the tour. That's oh cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a holy child on yeah. there. <laughs> well done. Yes. Yeah. So exactly one month from when, uh, this episode comes out, Hollander will be on a West Coast and some East Coast tour yes. with Holy Child. Yes. Oh, yeah. So look up your local listings if you want to see Holy Child and Hollander. Yeah. And congrats on the tour. Let's Thank go. you so much. Folks, download Song Kick, Bands in Town, and put on push notifications or go follow Hollander on Bandcamp, Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, whatever. Mastodon. <laughs> Deezer Premium. Oh, yeah. Get our our the weekly. Update. Our weekly Deezer plug. <laughs> Deezer is now exclusively played at Furs Cafeteria in Oklahoma City. <laughs> Big cafeteria. deal. Big deal, folks. Oh, you were just there, weren't you? So you would... <laughs> um, anyway. Oh, man. That was a well-done playlist. That, that is. was. It's Thank well you. Playlist. Good job. Oh, I, I want to shoot to um, one more time now. One more time, go. To where it doesn't it doesn't end. You just keep going over and over again. Dude, I love how that song drops out and like everybody still loves it. And then it comes back. The build is so good. It comes back in. Yeah. We need more songs like that. We don't need rise, 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 bass drop, rise, 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 bass drop. We just need yeah. more Daft Punk, really. That's more the answer. Daft we just Punk. need more Daft Punk. Where have you gone, Daft Punk? Oh, they're chilling. They are cooking something up. Mm. <laughs> well... Let's throw this to Ryan. Ryan, tell us what mood you've grabbed. Okay, let's see what we got. We got uh, all lowercase. I don't know if this was um, a stylistic choice, but uh, (laughs) you've been fired, broken up with, and it's going to be a lonely Friday night. So huge contrast to this, uh, to the last one. So um, I'm going to start off with this one probably with... The boys in parquet courts with the song Stoned and Starving. That's going to define the night for me this Friday after being broken up with and uh, fired. Can't think of uh, two worse things to have happened. We're going to go into a a 90s powerhouse, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Wow. (laughs) Something's always wrong. (laughs) Then we're going to go into BJ Thomas. Going to go way far back with I'm So Lonely I Could Cry. Because Damn. what else is going to happen, you know, at this point? That's not a that's and not a Hank Williams cover, is it? It's a country song, yeah. indeed. Oh, yeah, dope. so country that. standard. But we're going to do the B.J. Thomas version. He's got a certain a way to him. I think that works here. So then we're going to go into a group that I discovered recently called A Hundred Gex. Yes. Oh my lord, this band. So they're playing Coachella. I, I don't even know how to describe this. You just have to look into this band. But um, I have a friend who put me onto them, and they have a song called I Need Help Immediately. (laughs) And it's just the perfect mix of just distortion, pop, and just a complete madness, which is like at a certain hour of the night, you're either going to go to sleep or you're just going to start losing it after these things have happened to you. And I think that band and that song captures 
the end of that perfectly. So that's true. that's my miserable Ooh, Friday night. Dude. Oh my god, that was such a turnaround from Hollander's mood. I know. <laughs> I just brought it really far down. Dude. I think. Yeah. I need another drink already. Yeah. Well, maybe I can uh, bring things back up to neutral, please, uh, with you can my try. mood. Um, so I think I grabbed one of uh, Hollander's moods. Oh. This one says, uh, "Broken up, but still friends." All I right. need a mix for this. So. <laughs> so as long as we're talking about mythology here, um, no, I. <laughs> oh God, I hate you. <laughs> No, I, I, this is the ideal. Like, right. I, I don't right. think that, um, that, that, uh, romantic relationships should be an all or nothing thing. Like I would very much, there are so many exes of mine that I love as people, but just like they don't want to be friends or it doesn't work. And I'm just like, why, why it's, just because we've banged, can we not? It's just, a really nice idea. It's a really great idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's tough. Though. It's yes. tough in practice. I've only really achieved it with one of them. You know who you are. I hope you're listening. Um, Aww. <laughs> uh, but let's get into this. The first one kind of uh, sums up this idea. It's why can't we be friends and not by mm. war, by oh. smash mouth. Uh. We're gonna do this <laughs> because it's a really good idea until Smash Mouth sings. <laughs> so it's a really good idea. Tough practice. Yes. <laughs> Most people wouldn't do it the other way around. They'd insist, like, no, no, not by Smash Mouth, the original. <laughs> like, no, 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 the Smash Mouth version, not the our superior, an- not version. our Anthony. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I kind of want to get into the little bit of the anxieties here, and I'm going to go with Senorita by Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello for the line. You say we're just friends, but friends don't know the way you taste. See, that's a really good song, though. Yeah, I, really I love like that song. song. I didn't want to, but I did. It's it's on, if you uh, go on my Medium page and look up my top 30 songs of 2019, it's on there. I'm not surprised. Yes, it's really good. <laughs> and so is the next song, um, which is kind of like a softening on the idea. It's my number seven song of 2019. It's Golden Coast's Friends. And it is one of the cutest and most wholesome songs about romanticizing the idea of being friends with somebody. Mm. It's got this really just kind of like soft whistle hook. And he's just singing about like the things he wants to do with you. We're going to ride our bikes together. We're going to fly kites. We're going to like go camping together. And there's this lyric in the bridge that I love that goes, cause people like you make the world go round. Well, I'm going to cry. Yeah. Great song. Y'all should look it up. And um, finally, like, I think being friends with you is going to be a really good idea. So I'm going to ask you, are you down by Hollander? Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) 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 Brought it full circle. Well done. And that's my playlist about wanting to be friends with my ex. I liked how short and sweet your mood was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Broken up, still friends. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bringing it back to basics. All right, everyone. We're done with hashtag mood, and that means that it's last call. Time to down these drinks really fast before Gerald comes in and throws us out. Uh, any lingering thoughts, anybody? Anything that you've had on your mind? Anything? Any Hollander lyrics that you're going to get as a lower neck tattoo? <laughs> Ooh. Lower neck tattoo. <laughs> Those are all the rage now. That's the new tramp stamp. <laughs> I was just looking at the notes I have here from when I like listened to it before talking to you <laughs> and like a lot of it's like the stuff you said it's you know it's um it's boy tears it's it's happy but it's also very um vulnerable unafraid but vulnerable mm-hmm. still 
and I wrote down one note that if if go listen to Hollander and here's why. It's as if, and I think I said this to you guys earlier, it's as if Lisa Frank grew up a little bit, had some life experiences, and made some fucking music about it. And I mean, like, in the best way. Like, Thank you. It is, like, colorful. It is poppy. It is empowering. Thank you. And it is, uh, yeah, it's true. Thank you so it's much. It's very true. That means so much to me. Yeah. yeah, I really, you know, like, my music is really kind of the ideal version of myself. Like, it's the person that I want to be. And it's really cool, because I feel like I get closer every time I write something. So, yeah. I want to get the John Hughes... What's the John Hughes line? Stop, enough, oh, knock it off, or enough with the John Hughes... Lay off, lay the, off John. Of the John Hughes. Oh, lay off the John Hughes movie. That's a good shirt. That's a great, yeah. yeah. And Ooh, I think, I'm actually... I was making shirts before I came here. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I would get that shirt that just said that. The fans I think a lot of Well, I think fans love it. And some people just need to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Lay off the John Hughes movies. Yeah. Lay off the... Yeah, exactly. That's a really good... But y'all ain't ready to have that conversation. <laughs> no, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a really good note to end on. And I think the only thing I want to add is um, just something I keep coming back to with your music. It's vulnerability as empowerment. Yeah. Like that's, oh, yeah. That's why you'll love Hollander. That's Thank the magic. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. And then I'm putting out a song next month. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah which I've just teased on social media slightly, but I'm putting it out the first day of my tour, which is going to be the LA show. And I'm very excited about it. And what, what, day, what, day, is what day is that? February 21st. Cool. 21st. Yes. Okay. So, week after Valentine's Day. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> what's, the name? what's the name can you say the name of the song or have Car you not crashed. announced it yet? I haven't announced it yet Ooh. but I'm announcing oh, it here first oh, TNT exclusive you heard it folks Car Crash Car Crash after Valentine's Day wow. Jesus yeah. <laughs> I know I know <laughs> love it alright thank you so much for coming on the pod today Hollander it's been thank great you. having you thanks for having um, me so now is your time to plug everything that you want where can people find you where can people listen to your music where can they see you at Hollander Music, Hollander. Um, you can see me on tour with Holy Child. I'm going to be in LA, San Francisco, Brooklyn, Boston, and Washington, D.C. Um, and I really want to meet everybody. So I'm going to be out like meeting all my fans. Um, She's worth ask. meeting, FYI. Ah, <laughs> yes, I like to hug people and give hugs. So that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> and maybe she'll tell you how to make boy tears of your own. If yes. you're lucky, uh, <laughs> you need it. You should make mugs that say "Boy Tears." I know. Oh. I think like water bottles. Do that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Please do it. Stay hydrated. Drink yes. your boy God. tears. Yeah. Stay hydrated. There we go. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast. Be sure to like the show and Atwood on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by the lovely, the fabulous Professor Drew Franz Blau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. And until next time, cheers. 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 It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.